Cute one. All right, we're rolling. We're rolling. Yeah, it's. I'm Steven. Hey, I'm Zoe. It's 38 degrees here in <laughs> hot Waterford, Michigan. Hot. And we're sick as hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not feeling too good tonight, but. It sucks. We almost didn't record this. So. Yeah, but we got, we're troopers. We're we devoted. Through it. Yeah. We went to get food last night. Don't think it hit us very well. No, I'm not going to say what's wrong. Yeah, one, we're not going to out them because this water we love local. their tacos like 100% for the most part. There's only like three taco places in water. <laughs> but <laughs> last night, I don't know, they tore us up. So what are you going to do? You know, I'll probably still go back. Yeah, <laughs> I will too. Maybe just not for about a month. So uh, usually I read the affirmation, but my phone is about to die. So... Our sweet Steven is going to do us the honors. And I found a really cute one, a little cute mantra. Okay. I thought it'd be good. You find it's with the, the little picture it's the of the protect, cat. It's the protection spell? Yeah. Do it up. Okay. So, I trust in the protection of my spirit, body, and mind, as I now hold a shield unlike any other kind. My aura is strong with white light. Defined from my divine energy and spirit combined. Hallelujah. That's good. That's a good one. You sound you sound good doing the and doing the affirmations. You think so? Yeah. I didn't practice at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. All right. So this episode, I want to try something different. Just like outline everything that well, we yeah, plan tell, on doing. Tell them what's coming up. So, in this episode, we are going to explore. New stuff in our apartment. We're finally going to get to Zoe's sleep paralysis story. Hell yeah. That I thought we told, like, <laughs> on the second episode, but we just didn't. And we're also going to get into some listener emails. Yes, and I can't wait to share yeah, them. This is going to be great. <coughs> all right, do you want to go into your sleep paralysis? Um, yeah. Tell me all I about it. I think I do, so... Hold on, let me dim the lights. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. that's scary with my sunglasses on. <laughs> Let me take them off. Oh, yeah, you probably can't see. <laughs> I can't see anything. Why the fuck are you wearing sunglasses? Maybe me feel fancy. Oh, okay. You look like Johnny Cash. Thanks. Mm-hmm. That's who I aspire to look like on the daily. Me too. <laughs> so, sleep paralysis. I hate it. It's yeah. scary as hell. Me too. And I never got it ever until we started dating. Yeah, so what do you? Your, so it's your fault. What do you do? You think? Because <laughs> I remember we were on the road trip to Florida, mm-hmm. right? And then I mentioned it to 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 you because I always used to have it have it when we first started dating. Yeah. So. Do you think I, that started it? Um. No, I've watched movies like where other people have had sleep paralysis. That like it's not like I didn't know about it. Right. But I don't know if I ever really hung out with somebody this much that had it but for me like the first time I had it we were driving home we took this was like two years ago we took a road trip to Florida and uh on the way home you drove like the entire trip and I was so tired I was exhausted (laughs) I literally slept like 12 hours like 17 yeah I slept the whole ride home and uh, so we were driving home. It was late at night. 
And you kept making us listen to the Scary Story podcast. Yeah. I love them. And yeah, I love them too. And I fell asleep and I woke up and you were turning into a rest stop and it was completely dark out. Uh-huh. And I remember waking up and I couldn't move my body. And At all? No. And it's like I, I was trying to alert you like and grab your arm. But yeah. my fingers like they were just trembling and I couldn't move them. And my eyes wouldn't open more than like slits, like halfway. So I could see, but not very well. Mm-hmm. And when I looked out of the window, the out of the, the windshield, ugh, I hate to say this, there was a goblin jumped on top of our car. Yeah. And I remember feeling so afraid. Like, and, it, and you know, it doesn't sound real because, like, that's not real, but I saw it clear as day. And I, like, the feeling of being so afraid... Like, I will not forget that. Yeah. Finally, I woke up and we were just like pulled in at the rest stop and everything was fine. But I felt so scared. Do you remember that? Absolutely. Yeah. It's weird because you and my brother both have like seen things in your sleep paralysis. I've never, but. Like I watched it. Very well. Jump onto the hood. Crawl up onto the windshield. Uh, And then I. I, like, broke out of it. That's freaky. Yeah. It was messed up. Jesus. And then the second time I had sleep paralysis, we were at our house, and it was in the morning. I woke up. Once again, I couldn't move my body. Yeah. And my head was turned and facing towards you, but, like, past you and and at the wall. Uh Uh-huh. And I saw a spider Oh, yeah. And it was a large spider. And it was hanging from a web. Mm-hmm. And the web, it, it was hanging. like and, and from its web, it was like seesawing back oh, and like forth. Oh, like back and forth. Okay. Um, like over you, closer to my face. And then over you and closer to my face. And... That scared me. (laughs) And it just kept getting closer and closer and I couldn't move. And I remember trying to yell for you Uh and telltale sign of a sleep paralysis. I was like, but I couldn't get the word out. Like I couldn't open my mouth to form the word. Mm -hmm. And finally I woke up and, and it was like I had been hallucinating because what I thought was a spider was like a brown mark on the wall. Right. And you know what I think? I, this is what I think it is. I think this happens to me when I'm very, like, extremely sleep deprived. Yeah. Like when I that haven't got sense. a lot of sleep. And if I'm in a very deep sleep coming out of it, I think that's kind of what sets it off for me. Yeah. But uh, it's the same for me. So tell me about your sleep paralysis because you've told me a little bit here and there, but I think, I think our listeners would like to hear. Mine aren't, like, that interesting, but the feeling that I get is so, like, uh, foreign. Like, so I'll wake up. This has happened to me since I was a kid, but, like, only in spurts. So I'll I'll wake up, and I'll notice, like, 
I can't move. I'll be like, oh shit, I'm having sleep paralysis right now. But every time I do it, I somehow drift to look into the corner of the room. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's something I'm not supposed to be looking at. Or mm-hmm. like something's going to come out and get me if I don't wake up immediately. So like this used to happen to me so frequently. I looked up ways to get out of it. Oh, really? And there are ways. Like some people say to wiggle your toes. Remember I told you that? Yeah. Or to like wiggle your fingers. I just, when when it happens to me, which it hasn't for a while, I just like hold my breath and then I just like try to squeeze and it wakes me up, like squeeze my whole body, like I'm pooping. And it, <laughs> I don't know why, like it wakes me up immediately. The, and the quicker that you realize this is a sleep paralysis thing, the, the easier it is to wake up. Yeah, it hasn't happened to me enough to where... I'll be like, I'm having sleep paralysis. It's more like I wake up and immediately in my head, I'm like, oh shit, I can't move. Right. Oh my gosh. Like, and I'm like, <laughs> like panicking, like internally because I have no control over the situation and I feel scared as hell. It's and scary. you know, what scares me too is I had such a fear of sleep paralysis because of that show on Netflix, The Haunting of Hill House. Where that girl has, sees the broke neck lady. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. it turns out she's the broke neck lady. Yeah. And Spoiler. that... <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's like but... <laughs> really like four years old. I'm yep. sure you've seen it. If Part you haven't, you should out. go watch it because it's a really good show. But yeah. that that scared me of sleep paralysis. And now that I'm getting it, like the fear has heightened. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Yeah. Have you ever seen like a demon in your sleep paralysis? Never. Which is weird because I a lot of people do. Yeah. You know what? That's a lie because when, when I was a kid, when it first started happening, I used to wake up and now I attribute it to sleep paralysis, but I used to live in my grandma's when I was a kid. Right. A creepy house. Yeah. And this creature used to like come into my room when I was sleeping. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't move, and it would drag me down to the basement. What? And I was so scared of the basement, which I think is why I used to dream that. Would you wake up in the basement, or was this just a dream? No, it was just a dream. I would wake up in my bed still, but... Okay. This thing would, like, drag me down to the basement, and I would try to fight it and, like, scream, but nothing would ever happen. You're like, and that's it. You try to punch, punch something when... You're, when you're sleeping, you just don't move. Yeah. It's like you're electrocuted or something. I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. I guess I have seen something, but... Not, I mean, not since I was an adult. You know what I wanted to talk about that we didn't even write in our notes, and now I can't remember, was what has happened in our apartment this week? Mm-hmm. Something happened, and I know it happened, but I can't remember what it is. I might have written it down, but I remember something just happened the other night. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, and, like, I can't remember for some reason what happened. Like, something pretty serious, I remember. Yeah. The fridge is open. That's weird. <laughs> Maybe you need to go shut it, Steven. <laughs> that shouldn't be open. What was it, babe? I can't remember. I literally don't remember. All right, we'll come back to it. All right. No worries. Let's move on to um, some listener emails. No, I want to go over my brother's interview. Really okay. Quick. So I really liked how it went. Yeah. And the only problem that I'm 
having when I listened to it is that, well, for one, the volume was way off for everybody. Because oh, yeah. you talk louder and my brother talks quieter than we me. spent many hours editing that. Yeah. So that was good. But I also noticed that because it was our first interview, like our first real official one, mm-hmm. I was really nervous. Yeah. And Heck yeah. <laughs> and I don't know. I feel like I asked too many questions. You do. And I, I do. I was asking, you do? (laughs) Oh, yeah, I do feel that way. Okay. Because I feel like we didn't get to the bottom of, like, anything that he brought up. Yeah, I just, like, want to go deeper. I know, me too. Keep bringing him back in a few weeks and and give him the ninth degree. I don't want to give him the ninth degree. What happened? (laughs) Where were you? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Maybe next time. I know from now on to just let people roll with their stories and not interrupt as much. Mm-hmm. That's just me critiquing myself. So, no worries. Um, I guess we can go into our listener emails. Okay. Do you want me to read or do you want to read? Here, you read it. You read one, maybe I'll read one. Okay. How's that? So, this is like the coolest part for me. Yeah, me too. Because... You know, I think I've realized so much that this happens to so many people. But people, like, but it all seems made up, like a story or something. Yeah. Steven, my phone didn't charge. Ooh. (sighs) Wow. Just read one. I'll bring up the others. Okay. On the interwebs. All right, so. But yeah, this is the best part. We got an email from a woman named Angel. She said, hello, my name is Angel. I've been listening to your podcast and wanted to share some of my experiences and my mom's experiences with you. My mom lived in this apartment complex out in Romulus about five years ago. Every time I would visit there, I always felt like I was being watched. And I always had this gut feeling that something angry was there. Like something didn't want me there. It was an eerie feeling and I could never shake it. My mom would be sleeping in the bedroom and she would feel like something was on top of her and she couldn't breathe or get up. One day, my mom started getting suicidal thoughts and she really thought about killing herself and she believes it was this entity or whatever was there. I seriously believe that there was a demon living there. One day, my mom was having a dream and in the dream, the door flew open and when she woke up, it was actually open. Cupboard doors and would slam shut as well. When I was helping my mom to move to a different apartment there for separate reasons, I would look over there and just feel the uneasy feeling and the angry feeling. Something really evil was there, and I could not explain it. That is my experiences. Thanks for reading. That is so creepy. I know. Could you imagine having a bad dream and, like, your door opened in it? And it's real. And you wake up and your door's fucking open? Uh, I would move out, I think. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Yeah, you would come with me, but yeah. If I ever lived anywhere where the cupboards would slam and open, Uh hell no, 100%. No. I'll leave. That's a bad spirit. (laughs) Hell yeah. That's malevolent right there. (laughs) Thank you so much, Angel, for sending us your experience. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's another thing I wanted to bring up. So if anyone listening to this wants to send in an email... Please, like, specify in that 
if we can use your name. Yeah, because if you want to be kept anonymous, we'll totally keep you anonymous. Just let us know. Like, give us a heads up before we start reading. Obviously, like, I try to go over them before I read them out loud, but, you know, just a heads up, just in case we're ever on the fly or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was a very interesting story. Do you want to hear another one? No, I want to tell you about something that I just remembered. What? Oh, the experience in the apartment that I had the oh, other day. Oh, please do. Yeah. Okay. I totally forgot about this and it just hit me. I had to do a little thinking. But the other day I, so I often use our sliding glass door to take, to take our dog out. And the other day I went out that door, I came back and I closed the door behind me. Mm-hmm. And it's a sliding door. It doesn't have any like pushback, you know? Yeah. It's pretty, it sticks. So I walked away, I did some stuff, I came back, and the door was open. Really? Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's annoying. Like, I must have not closed it. So I went and I closed it, and then I walked away, and then it was open again. No. Yeah. Was I here? Yes. Happened twice. Was it on Saturday? Don't know. Couldn't tell you. It was a few days ago, wasn't it? Yeah. I vaguely remember, but I don't know why I came. You weren't here. You were at work. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. You told me something about it. That's why I asked you, was I here? No, you weren't here. Oh, okay. Sorry, did I say you were? Yeah, but no, that's okay. you weren't here. It was just me. That's sorry. Maybe life goes on. But I didn't like that. That's fucking scary. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would be freaking out. I kept turning around like, what the heck? I know I closed that door. Yeah. I know I closed the door twice. Oh, my God. Let me tell a story. About the school that I work at. Oh, today? It was fucked up. Tell us. So, I work alone on Sundays because there's, like, no children in the college. But I was just chilling, cooking some food. (laughs) And, um... Yeah, let's tell them what you do. You cook food at a college. Yeah. And so you're in the kitchen. Yeah, I'm a sous chef at a college. And I, I, yeah, I work, I work in the kitchen. I just cook like a bunch of food for a bunch of college kids. So it's nothing crazy. College kids will eat whatever the fuck you let them eat. So, (laughs) um, anyways, today I was alone for most of the day. I was on the phone with you. I just called you. Mm -hmm. You better turn your phone on silent. I guess. Mr. Popular. And, um, so I got on the phone with you. I always just walk around. Like, aimlessly when I'm on the phone, mm-hmm. whether I'm here or at, at work. I walked up to the line where we serve food, and there's this solid table with, like, three stacks of plates on it. And I walked past the table, and then, like, two seconds later, the whole table starts shaking. And you can hear the plates, like... Like, rattling? Chattering and... Uh. Ra- yeah, rattling. And I'm like, what? That's weird. <laughs> and there's... Obviously, nobody else there, and this table is rock solid, like you can't move it. And then, right after that, I heard what sounded like somebody walking away with keys, like jangling on their side. And a funny thing about this school is there is a rumor going around since, I don't know, since the 80s, that one of the dorm rooms is haunted because somebody died in there. Granted, I don't have proof of that. Okay. And they're a bunch of college kids, so they easily could have made it up. But, I don't know, I feel like maybe something's followed me to work. Or your kitchen is haunted. Ooh. Could be. 
I know. And you, we were on the phone. You sounded pretty scared for a second. I was freaked out. You were like, oh, my God, babe. You won't <laughs> believe it. These dishes are rattling. Nothing's touching them. <laughs> and I was like, what? Yeah. That was scary. A ghost. <laughs> it was scary. <laughs> All right. Let me know that we got here. Oh, you're going to tell now? Mm-hmm. Okay. Which are you going to tell? Okay. Just make sure you look if I'm it's anonymous. I'm just going to say A-S. That's it. Oh, okay. Did she say she wanted to be anonymous? I don't know. I didn't know. If she didn't say, just use her first name. Don't use her last name. Keep it. Keep it simple. All right. You know? All right. Here we go. That's what I did. This is from Ayla. Hey, Ayla. Thanks for writing in. The email reads, hello. I am no longer on Facebook, but my mother and my sister both reached out to me yesterday, begging me to reach out about my childhood home. My name is Ayla. I'm 31, and I've lived in Waterford my entire life. From ages 3 to 15, my family lived in a house on... Revard Boulevard in the Crescent Lake neighborhood. There are endless stories I could tell, but I will tell you a few other, a few of the most interesting. Sorry, there's a typo there. Shortly after moving in, my mother used to see someone watching her sleep at night. She would try to wake my dad, and he would tell her she reads too much Stephen King and to go to sleep. Fast forward a few weeks, my mother and I are home alone. My three-year-old self is sitting on her lap in the recliner, sharing a bowl of ravioli. My mother is sitting facing forward, and I am on her lap, looking towards her, which is also facing the kitchen directly behind her. I then tell my mom, Mom, there's a lady in the kitchen. My mother kind of stiffens up, doesn't look, but says, No, there isn't. I'm irritated, and I say, Yes, there is. She is looking in the drawer. My mom then tells me to turn around and not face that way, but I am three and have a total bitch attitude, like I know what I'm seeing, lady. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I ignore her and keep watching. The next thing I tell my mom is, oh, she's gone. My mom then swings the chair around to look. I actually somehow remember this experience, although I was only three. This house always had weird things happening, like water turning on out of nowhere, doors opening and shutting, hearing someone whisper your name. There was a back bedroom that you could only get to by walking through the other room. I hated that room. I always had a bad feeling like someone was there with me if I went there. Oddly enough, that is the only room I don't remember weird things happening in, but it definitely gave off the worst vibes. Maybe she blocked it out. Ugh, that's scary. Mm. When I was about seven, I had an experience while playing Barbies alone in the middle bedroom where a ghost appeared from the back scary bedroom. And in this room I was in, being seven, this experience actually traumatized me to the point I do not remember it. I only remember playing with Barbies and then crying in my mother's arms in the living room. But I've been told what I explained to my family. That's what I mean. Maybe she blocked it out. Yeah. Another story. A friend and myself were playing with a Ouija board. Oh, no. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. On the living room floor when I was probably eight or nine. Gotta love 90s parents, she said. (laughs) (laughs) While my dad read a book in his recliner. We asked this board who we were talking to, and it spelled out some weird shit. So I'm like, hey, dad, what does this spell? 
And my dad put his book down and says, spell that again. So I did. My dad's jaw dropped and he asked what our question was. We told my dad he was, and he excitedly says, that is the main character in the book I'm reading right now. Something is messing with you. Mind if I join in? (laughs) (laughs) Dear old dad. Jesus. Getting in on the Ouija board. (laughs) So he does. Again, 90s parents. So that is only a few stories for you. She continues on. I have a million more, but don't have time to write more right this second. I hope this helps you kick off your podcast. Good luck. Also, reach out if you would like more stories. I only have experiences from there. But it was a pretty long stretch of time, so I have many. And then at the end, doesn't she say that she reached out to the new homeowner? Yeah, she says, P.S. I reached out to the current owner and awkwardly asked if they had any any experiences. They have not, and have been there close to 15 years now. She stated before they moved in, they took the entire house down to the studs and remodeled everything, and wonders if that is why they have not had any experiences. Maybe, but that just, like, goes to beg the question, like, where do these spirits manifest themselves? Like, can they manifest themselves anywhere? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. I suppose. I think they can follow you around. Yeah. And she said this didn't happen to her anywhere else? No, just here. Ugh. Which is weird. Well, thanks for writing us, Ayla. Yeah, it was a really good one. Yeah. We like that story. I do. <laughs> can I read the last one? You want to? Yeah, give me my phone. Okay. I think this one we're keeping anonymous. We are. Okay. Anon, <clears throat> baby. Anon. Okay, so this woman reached out to us, and she was actually the one who gave us the advice with the saging. So, first of all, thank you if you're listening. I forgot about this woman. Yeah. Okay. And we conversed a little bit, and she told us a story, so I'm going to read it to you. She says, I guess my first story was when I was in middle school or high school. I was taking a nap in my parents' bed and woke up. I looked over to find my dog and saw a woman laying next to me. She never talked to me or anything, but she had medium-length brown hair and a rusty-colored dress on. It wasn't old-fashioned or anything. I told my brother about it, and he had seen her, too. It was the same description. The neighbors said that there was a lady who lived there before us with hemophilia. So she says this means, like, low platelets and your blood doesn't clot. Okay. She said this woman tried to kill herself by running through the sliding glass door and cutting herself with the glass. I'm not sure what all happened, but I don't think she was successful. It's an odd story, but I never did further research, and we just kind of accepted that the place was haunted. There was a shadow man there, too, but my impression was more that he was there for the lady and not me. Once I learned how to use sage, I never saw him again. I never really wanted to see or speak with spirits, so I always told them to go away. My ex-boyfriend died about six months after we broke up and he likes to mess with my electronics. The TV won't work right, flickering lights, whatever, and I just put crystals around my stuff and told him to knock it off. And that's pretty much it. And that's it? That wraps it. Wow. She told us to use a trigger warning about the suicide, but I forgot. Oh. Sorry. Well, that's all right. Yeah. I think. I don't know. (laughs) I'm sorry. Our podcast, we try to tell scary stuff, so. Yeah. That's okay. Thank you for reaching out to us and sending us your story. 
Yeah, what was her Oh, wait. She's uh-huh. anonymous, okay. actually. Okay. All right. Be respectful. I just asked. <laughs> I, I had forgot. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for our listener stories for this time. Around. This time. Yeah. Send us more of your listener stories because... Please. I want to read them. This is my favorite part as well. Because yeah. it just means, like, people are listening. Yeah, and not only that, it's like other people are sharing their true experiences. In like, our neighborhood. Yes. Yeah. Like all of these people that emailed us are local. Yeah. Which like is Oakland awesome. County at least. So we'll take the surrounding counties as well if you got Just them. send them. Yeah. <laughs> or the surrounding countries. Yeah. Surrounding planets. Yeah. From another universe, send it. If you're from Mars, send it. Send it. If you're an alien, Send it. Stay away, but send it. Okay, so there's like a for sure correlation between some paranormal stories and like alien abductions. Uh Uh-oh. Which maybe we'll get into that. I've always wanted to talk about that. Because like some of the scariest stories that I've ever heard paranormal-wise are like alien abduction stories. Which is, you know... Whatever. I, don't I know mean, I'm real, wi- I'm willing to go into it. They're they're crazy, like <laughs> Betty and Barney Hill. Have you ever heard of them? Uh uh-uh. uh They were like the first. They were a couple that was abducted by aliens. They were abducted together. Together, yeah. Ooh. And they didn't realize it. It's weird because they went into like counseling because they were having like fucked up dreams. Yeah. And the the psychiatrist like put them under hypnosis. And that's how they found out. Oh. And they started freaking out. Like, remember that movie, The Fourth Kind? Yes. Which was super scary. That was scary. Yeah. And you told me that was a true story, so I really no, went it was, into it. It was based on a true story, though. <laughs> I think. Well, remember, like, they thought it was a true story, but, like, that lady... I don't know. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't real. Right. Anyway. But Betty and Barney Hill is real. Okay. So, we should look into that. Yeah, I'd be down. Some of them are cool. I don't really believe in... What? You're what? lying. You do. You don't? Know. A lot of those people seem so crazy. I feel like it's true. Like, I don't think anybody would say that. Well, I mean, people would say whatever. But exactly. I think it's true. There's nutso people. Yeah, but they're only nutso because they got abducted by aliens. What do you true. expect from them? I guess, you know what? That's true. How can we <laughs> knock them if we're having paranormal experiences? Yeah, like, we can be the nutsos. It could the same thing i don't know i guess that about wraps it up though for the the show today yeah also oh i wanted to go back and we um visited my grandma like a week ago and i just wanted to say what she said about my story didn't we already say this Uh -uh. uh-uh did we i thought that we did but i don't know i don't know if we continue on if we did do now (laughs) But she, um, so when we went over there, she looked at me really funny for a second and was like, I listened to your podcast. And she's like, I can't believe you remember that. Because she saw that same little girl in the house several times. Oh my god! So she confirmed that she often saw the child I saw. She reassured me that it was not a bad spirit. So that's nice. I just thought it was a good little update on that story. Yeah. And another thing I would really like for us to talk about. So if anybody has any information on the tuberculosis hospital turned into OCC, 
send it. Yeah. Like, because I'm gonna, I think we should research into it a little more. Somebody, um, like somebody in a comment on the post that we put up said that there were tunnels underneath the school. I read an article on it. You did? They're still here. The tunnels? Yeah. Okay. So I would be interested into, I would be interested in looking into that. Researching it. Yeah. yeah. Because I read like two articles on it, which doesn't give much information. Yeah. But like kids died there. Old people um, died there. Hella people died there. So many people died Regular from tuberculosis. People, yeah, exactly. Especially back then. Yeah. It wasn't like treatable like it is now. Right. And they locked them all up together Ooh. and they just let them fight it out, fight it off, you know. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they had some medicine, right? Whatever. I don't know. Just gave him some whiskey, called it a day. (laughs) Gave him some liquid heroin drink or something. (laughs) Cocaine. That's back when they used to prescribe cocaine. Oh, God. Hell yeah. Okay. um, Yeah, we should look into that. Definitely. Maybe on the next episode we can bring it up. Yeah, I would like to. Do some research this week. Okay. But anyways, I think that's it. All right. Thanks for listening, you guys. All right. This was Ghost Hut. Have a good one. If you would like to email us one of your stories, our email is ghosthut2020 at gmail.com.